All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheyenne Dominguez, and I'm here with Juan Dominguez. All right. So we've got this new super cool feature. If you are listening on Spotify, you can now not only listen to the podcast, but you can also see our video cast at the same time. Isn't that pretty cool? It is uh, pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> it should help our ratings if people look at you, and, and then it will... <laughs> it will not help our ratings if people look at me, but uh, yeah. All right. And we'll also put the video recording, the video cast on our website uh, so you can see it if you wish to. Um, but if you're just listening in audio land, this is why you might hear us referring to our video because it's a new Spotify feature. So Great. I'm excited to, to give it a try. And we're just getting used to recording now on video as well. So. Yes, and and uh, <laughs> if you want to get technical, our youngest says that if, it, if it's a video, it's not a podcast. So that they're from an expert, a nine-year-old. That's what he said. Well, does he know that Spotify now has video cast, video podcast? I try to tell him he doesn't care. <laughs> he, he says he's right. Okay, well, we're giving it a try. So, yes. and did you, you, you might not even know this. Not everyone has, not everyone's podcast on Spotify has access to this new video feature. We are one of the early podcasts that were granted this so-called, you know, wow. feature, this we're new honored. right. Yes, yes, we are honored. Thanks Thank to you all very our much. Listeners. Yes. Spotify. Creating such huge uh, <laughs> our millions, yeah. our millions and millions That's of listeners. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's what did it. All right. So we are celebrating the holiday season. And um, December's upon us. It's the eve of Christmas Eve. like you Yes, we're say. recording yeah. on the eve of Christmas Eve. And um, I decided this year I'm also going to call it Friendmas because that's when I'm going to be delivering some holiday gifts to some of our neighbors nice. and just um, nice. children's friends um, nearby. Almost like of, Festivus. Almost like a Festivus. Yeah. So the eve of Christmas Eve, that's going to be my Friendmas. I like it. Yeah. All right. So, um, but we have lots to be grateful and thankful for, and it's a festive time of year for everyone, but a lot yes. of people don't know, this is the five-year anniversary of something really that's special that happened with our family. And, um, and really five years ago, um, we were in vacation in Miami beach mm -hmm. and, um, I had a feeling for a moment that I could be going home a widow with our two boys. So we're going to tell you the story of what that's all about. That sounds great. Where do you want to start? Wow. Uh, <laughs> where, where do we want to start? You know, I guess I would say, as we kind of tell this story, this is, um, you know, with the exception of uh, marrying you and our children, probably the highlight of my life. And, uh, you know, when I look back at, you know, the story we're about to share uh it's it's pretty cool so i think um, i think some of your instinctive instincts and your army training definitely came into play on this day five years ago yeah so why don't we start with we were on vacation mm -hmm. at your parents condo in miami beach and uh we decided not to go out to the ocean that day i think because we had read the riptide warnings, right? The riptide warning. And so if you're a local or um, you just- Or you frequent there, the uh, beach a lot. And, and we kind of looked at the weather report and we're like, oh, no. And you kind of look out the window and say, okay, no 
it was pretty rough out there. And yeah. so we decided we would just hang out by the pool. That's right. On the pool deck, which um, somewhat overlooks the beach. So I'm trying to create the scene here. So yeah, the, like... the pool deck overlooks the beach, but between the pool and the beach, there are palm trees. You don't really have a clear view. That's right. It's several hundred feet, maybe more mm -hmm. than several hundred feet from the... There's also a boardwalk that yep. divides the beach and the condo, you know, the row of condos. So short walk, but not easy to see what's going on down there. Right, right. So um, we're hanging out at the pool deck. We're hanging out. We were just about to go to lunch. And, oh, we were about to go in, weren't we? And, you know, what's crazy is I had a rare work call when I was on vacation that I took because my boss had texted me and said, you know, hey, it's kind of important. And so I broke my try not to work on vacation rule because mm -hmm. I like my boss and uh, and different boss at the time, but I but I, I like him just the same. And um, all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's a half hour later and we're just about to go to lunch when this kind of started. See, I didn't even remember that. that I you remember took a work that. call. That's right. I took a work call, which is the reason why we were there or we would have gone to lunch earlier. Earlier. Yeah. So, um, Maybe that's like the divine intervention, I number one. There are several divine interventions. There are several ones. here. And so um, the next part I remember is I remember I heard a voice yelling for help. But you're, you, when we recounted this together, you remembered it a little bit differently. I, I think back then I, my hearing was actually a little bit better. Because uh, you haven't heard me say anything for years. For like, <laughs> for years. At least a decade. But you're oh, saying good. that you heard. I heard a, 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 a cry, a, for, a cry help. for help and you know uh, my hearing's not as good as you but just very and and very faint and and the, I definitely heard a cry yeah, for and help when you're on the beach um you you know people fool around right so it's full around so yes. I heard it and I said hey did you hear that and, and then, then I stopped and I heard help help and I said oh my gosh someone is yelling for help and looked out but couldn't really see the beach because i right. could just see the row of palm trees so i didn't have a clear view but your motherly instinct said but my that, motherly that's, instinct said that's a, somebody, that's a real cry for help that's not somebody not fooling around yep so i and you took off i took off uh i didn't really say anything i just kind of took off you uh, took thinking, off you know if it were my kids i didn't know there were kids at the it time. sounded like a young voice to yeah. me and and so i went to check it out and uh as i ran down a couple of flights of stairs uh, that separate the pool deck from the beach. Basically running to the pathway yep. that will take you from the condo out to the beach. That's right. So I uh, said to myself, you know, I don't know a lot about beach life rescue, but I know <laughs> enough that you probably want a flotation device because, you know, people can drag you down, right? And, and Which proved critical in this situation. So I got one of our son's boogie boards out of a locker on the yes. way to, uh, and. I ran to the beach and with the boogie board, with the boogie board, and I had my sunglasses on. I remember that. And for some odd reason, I, I they must have been a nice pair of sunglasses. I stopped. I saw a guy on the beach, um, and I said in the sand, I said, "Hey, can you hold on to these? Can you hold my glasses, <laughs> I please." My sunglasses, <laughs> and um, and then I ran uh, towards the water. And my sciatica. This is why I remember, I remember saying that um, I, this is going to hurt because my sciatica had been bothering me. Uh -huh. And as I was running into the water and I kind of did a dive on the boogie board, my last thought was this is going to hurt. And, and meanwhile, I can't really see you clearly from the pool deck. No, now so you're, I'm you're still up at the pool deck with our boys who were 
they would have been 14 and four, four. Yeah. and four years old at the time. Yep. And um, here's what I know about that pool deck. There is literally one tiny little spot behind that building, this row of condos that we're at, where, where I have, you know, where I have a phone signal. Right. And I knew that because we've been there so many times. My phone never works out on that pool deck. But I know there's like a little corner over in the, in the uh, I guess that would be like the southeast corner of the pool deck. Mm -hmm. And I went over there and I couldn't see what was going on at the beach. And I was trying to call 911. I got through to 911. And I was afraid to move from that spot until help arrived because I just felt like they weren't going to get my signal. And we're on the beach. So it's not like on a street where you have an exact address, yep. you know, you're running down to the beach and I'm not sure exactly how far, you know, up or down the beach you're going. Um, so it, it was very intense and scary in those yep. first few minutes. So um, while you're calling 911, I jump in the water and I should say that, you know, um, well, I, I jump in the water and the uh, I get to what I think is the only uh, young person that's uh, struggling. His name is uh, Caleb. He's a boy. He's, He's a, boy. a teenager. Teenager. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I jump in and um, actually with Caleb, uh, a person that's there helps me, you know, we kind of wade in. A uh, bystander on the beach went in with you. Went in with me mm -hmm. and we helped to pull him out. And what was crazy is as I, as we were pulling him out to safety, he said, uh, my, my sisters are back there. And I was and like, you had not been, you didn't even see them probably because the waves were too rough. And it, was, I, it was a lot. You just couldn't tell. You're kind of focused on the first thing, right? And I saw him right. struggling. I heard him struggling. And, and so, you went right to him without even realizing there were two more girls further until, out. Until he said, my sisters are out there. And I was like, uh, you know, not sister, sisters. sisters. And I was like, whoa, this is going to be, this is going to take a while. Because <laughs> they were further out than he was. Now Now I looked up. My rescue I, operation is not over. Uh, I better catch my breath. I didn't plan for this. Luckily, I was been training for a marathon so it's in pretty good shape at the time um so me and the and the gentleman we pull Caleb, Caleb out, back out to shore and we go back in and we and with the boogie board with the boogie board and the his, two of you and his sister who I find out later her name is Cameron we go out and it's a little bit further and mm -hmm. you know the, the, the riptides were, were rough it was a mm -hmm. rough rough um surf and so it took a lot of energy now and now I'm starting to feel like okay the, Fatigued. Adre the adrenaline carries you to a certain point now I'm like thinking oof you know so we we kind of bring her back and my partner and mm -hmm. I never got his name and what was crazy is I never found him we bring her back we bring her back mm -hmm. and he's like we I bring I, her ashore we bring her ashore he's like I can't go back out there a third time and then we never saw him again when we came back and, you know, later, mm -hmm. we never found him again. So I don't know if I Well, we'll get to that part. Yeah, let's, I, let's go chronologically. I don't so know. you bring in, um, so you brought in Caleb with the help of a gentleman. Yep. Then you go back out and you get Cameron. Cameron and bring her back in with the gentleman. Yep. And just pause there because we never, this gentleman disappears after this. Right, okay? which I think is divine intervention number two, you know. Perhaps, I, but you go back out with the boogie board so I go back out for kobe kobe she's the furthest one out she's by herself and, and as i get closer you, you can hear her kind of like coughing and she's trying everything to kind she's of she's starting it. to take in she's taking a little water, water and she's definitely struggling and uh, i get out to her and we're both kind of hanging on to the boogie board 
And I realized that there's no way that I can bring her back to shore, right? Like I'm, I'm gassed. Yeah. You, um, you're just going to float out to sea at this point. We're, we're going to float out to sea. Uh, but I see a gentleman on a paddleboard uh, and he's in control he's on his paddleboard and yeah he's drifting out there but uh i yell over to him and i go hey can can you help us out uh can i can i transfer her to your paddleboard and he goes uh yeah can you can you swim over <laughs> to me, to me? <laughs> and i was like if I, could, I thought if i could swim over i wouldn't be asking but i said no no i can't i can't swim you can over barely here. speak at this point yeah and <laughs> he got it he kind of connected the dots and he paddled over to us and I transferred Kobe and you got her to the to his hanging board, onto the board and, and he paddled her back in correct and that was it for me and I, then you were left out there on the boogie board I'm on the boogie board and by yourself I'm starting to float out and I could not believe how small the people on the shoreline <laughs> look I was That's like wow not funny <laughs> but I, it is funny. It, it's funny now so this is when Help arrives. Well, wait, before the help, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm clinging onto this boogie board thinking I could possibly float or drift to Cuba. To Cuba. I, I it's never, only I've 90 never, miles. I've never been to Cuba, but I might, <laughs> I might be heading that way today. And this is when uh, help arrived. So once I heard help arrive, I saw um, who we learned now, his name was Basso, lifeguard, coming down, drive, driving south down the beach on his four-wheeler. Yep. Um, looking like something straight out of Baywatch. And once I saw him coming, then I, me and the boys, we left the pool deck, went down to like, see what, what get was a, going on. To, to make sure you were okay and see what was going on once help arrived. You know, one, but we're not done yet. You know, well, one thing we <laughs> neglected to mention is that whole, the, you know, the reason why it took Basso and the first uh, and the rescue folks so long to get to our location, was, mm -hmm. we're probably like 10, 15 minutes in at, at this point, was he had had a stop north so, of us to so pull Basso someone else out of the So explained, as he was driving on his four-wheeler down to our rescue mission, someone else apparently was drowning and he stopped to, pull them to out of the rescue water. someone else yep. from drowning. And once he was finished with that rescue, then he made his way to, to where yeah, you to where were. We were. Yep. And you were now floating out to sea. Yep. And Basso arrives on the scene, not knowing anything. He just sees you're on a boogie board, very far out in the ocean. No motorized vehicle, like you know, to get into water. So Basso jumps into the water, uh, and he has one of those um, those buoys, red like buoy, buoy flotation right. devices. And he's yeah, swimming out there. I'm like, whoa, I couldn't do that. He's clearly trained. He does not have a boogie board. <laughs> he's obviously a professional, and he swims out there. Look at his split throws the buoy at me. I miss it the first time. He bring, re reels it in and he throws it to me again. And this time I grab it. And as he pulls And you have in, to hold on to it. Like it doesn't go around. No, you, you, you have hold, to hold on, on to, to it. it. Yeah. And he's kind of pulling uh, both of us back to shore. And he looked a little mad. At least I thought it was. And, and, and <laughs> you know. his second save in 15 minutes. I, I barely had my breath. And I felt the need to say to him, hey, uh, sir, um, I wasn't out here swimming in the riptide. I, 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 I really wasn't the one who uh, yeah, caused all this, who I, needed I, to be rescued in the first place. I was out here helping some folks. And he's like, you know what, we'll talk about it. He's like, when we get back. We'll talk about it when we get to shore. He pulls me into shore <laughs> and and um, the beach is packed, right? Now with, the beach is packed. So, and now we're down there. And, 
now we're down at the beach. This is kind of when we arrive. You had just gotten back to shore. Yep. Uh, and I see one teenage girl sitting down. She's getting um, oxygen. oxygen. And um, you're kind of getting your bearings. Well, I'm, I'm like, could barely breathe. And they asked right. me, a police officer came to me and said, sir, do you want some oxygen? But, you know, Mr. Tough Guy, I was like, no, nah, I don't need oxygen. And, and we're looking around for, there were three teenagers, but there was only one at the beach at this time. Yes. And, and we'll get to that in a second. What did our youngest say when Basso pulled me out of the water? And he, he looks like, you know, Adonis. Do you remember what um, he said? He said, dad, how come your muscles aren't as big as Basso's? <laughs> That's that's where I'm greeted. My welcoming <laughs> crew is not like, Dad, are you okay? It's like, so I your muscles as big as possible. I was like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> but good observation. It was a lot to take in. For a four-year-old. Good observation. He was only and, four. And you're crying. And uh, our oldest, I've never seen his face like in shock like that. It was it was quite a scene. It was quite a scene. Yes. So the police officer, to so, your point. Yes. So the police officer is there now, and she's ready to speak to you. And you tell her. Uh, you she, just she pulled said, sir, three. Sir, what happened? And I said, uh, <clears throat> me you and recounted a, the story. Right, me and another gentleman helped pull a, a couple people out of the water, and there was a, a third kid. And she's like, three kids. It doesn't add there's up. Only there's only one here. Only one here. And now I'm thinking, wow, did I dream all this? Right? Because it was crazy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, uh, Kobe's siblings, uh, Cameron and Caleb, came running down the beach. They had gone to go get their parents. Who were right at the next neighboring to us, hotel. At the neighboring hotel, mm -hmm. and they were running down at that point. I was like, "Well, there's there number they two, are. and there's, there's number three. And she goes, mm -hmm. "Okay, sir, your story checks out. Can I get your phone number?" And I said, "Sure." I mm -hmm. gave her my phone number, and she's like, "Would you mind if we called you later?" And I said, "No. Nope. Mm -hmm. Call me with whatever you need." And so then uh, we kind of put all the pieces of the story together. I think the kid, the uh, teenagers, I, I don't know, were they. They were what, 17? Well, so Kobe and Cameron mm -hmm. are twins. Uh, Twin so they're seven, they were 17, I think, at the time. Mm -hmm. And Caleb might have been 15. Yeah, a couple years younger. And uh, they were out hanging out at the beach in the water and just, I guess, started getting pulled further and further out and uh, yeah. couldn't get themselves back in. So um, thank God we were there that day. But uh, we got a call from the Miami Beach Police Department, I think, the next day. Got a call from the Miami? Uh, no, actually, that day. Was it that yeah, day? Well, they said, um, they said number one, my nine one one call was the only nine one one call. Correct. So there were other people on the beach that day. So I still find that shocking to this day that I was the only nine one one call. No one else called nine one one. I find that crazy, but I guess we're in a different age. And there could be a video of you somewhere doing this because there, there were people on the beach. There were plenty of people on the beach. And the second thing that was crazy is when they called me, they said, hey, we'd like to have a little ceremony with mm -hmm. the family uh, whose children you saved uh, or helped to save and um, and you. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, I don't know that that's really necessary. Like, oh, no, we insist. Uh, we have a lot of these situations and unfortunately a lot of people drown because no one ever really usually gets in the water to help out so that's well no one's probably trained to get in the water and thank god you had a flotation device yes. and um yeah absolutely and you were very physically fit at the time i mean so we really had a lot of the right things yes. in our favor well, i'm very physically fit now <laughs> just just for the record um so <laughs> so anyway um we go there the next afternoon and we meet uh the mom and dad of, of the kids. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, 
the dad asks me to kind of recount what happened because mm -hmm. I think you know he only had bits and pieces. Right, he had pieces from the kids. Yep. Um, and uh, he wanted you to share your perspective of what happened. So we kind of ran him through what happened. I don't think he and his wife realized up until that point that it wasn't just Kobe because the other two kids had, had gone back to the hotel to get their parents. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if they were you know, keen on letting them know everything that had happened necessarily. And So uh, they had a part of the story and not the, the whole story. And I think his face you know, kind of the blood ran out of it when mm -hmm. he realized that all three of his kids, you know, might not were in been trouble there, had it yeah. not been for, <clears throat> you know, a bunch of folks at the beach kind of mm -hmm. banding together to, yeah. to help to help save the three of them. Yeah. So the first gentleman who helped you uh, bring in the, 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 two, two. the two trips out, yep. we never saw him again. I think that was divine intervention too. I got I, how could he just leave and disappear? I mean, I you know, I, I don't know if uh, maybe I dreamt it, if he was a guardian angel, right? Like, mm -hmm. who knows? But yeah. uh, if if you're out there, sir, and you and you hear this, you know, thank you. Cause... Yeah. And what about the guy on the surfboard? The guy on the surfboard, surfboard. I don't know if he was <clears throat> on the beach either. We didn't stay too long on the beach, right? Because I, I was exhausted and you you were in shock. I was, I was really upset and we hadn't been to lunch <laughs> right so um so all of that together we kind of just very briefly we just kind of gathered ourselves and, and went back in and uh, you know who was it. you know who was still there the guy that had my sunglasses he was still there and as we were walking holding back, your sunglasses i was like sir thanks for holding my sunglasses so i got my sunglasses back that's <laughs> A fine end to the kind of story. It's like a round trip. <clears throat> but the Miami Beach Police Department did honor you the next day. They gave you the um, what is this called? It's beautiful. It's, it's a get a... out of jail free <laughs> coin. No, no. no. It is... It's like uh, the coin to the. It's like the key to the city, but it's a coin to the city. And they said they did say that it's normally reserved for police officers. That's right. It's a very, it's a very things. special coin. Uh, only generally reserved for police officers and I was an exception and uh yes you know I'm still we're still connected um with Kobe in particular and and her parents on Facebook and mm -hmm. she's so sweet uh we talked about it at the ceremony the next day mm -hmm. um so Kobe's the young or not new I'm sorry the was the third to correct. come out of the water yeah. and probably the one who needed the most a little bit of medical attention. And when we spoke the next day, I said, you know, <clears throat> what do you plan on doing with the rest of your life? Because I bet you it's going to be pretty special. You uh, asked her that? Yeah, I did. Oh, I sure I did. Yeah. That. And um, and uh, I think she calls me Mr. Juan. And uh, we stayed in touch and she graduated and she's doing great, great things in, in her personal life now, as, as are her other uh, siblings. And um, she messages me on Facebook from time to time around this time mm -hmm. of year just to say, hey, I remember that day and, and thanks for everything you did. So, wow. Wow. Really cool. Yes. And it's the five year anniversary. So we're thankful we still have you and um, and those kids are all doing really well. Not kids anymore. <laughs> Not kids anymore. Young adults, Young adults now. The world. <laughs> all right. Well. That's it. Anything else, honey? I, Happy holidays, a special festive uh, remembrance from the Dominguez family yeah. and celebration of life. And I think there's a little video that you might attach to the end of this. That, um... <clears throat> That's right. So thank you for reminding me. So 
um, the company you were working for at the time, you yeah. work for a different organization now, but at the time they got wind of it and they uh, honored you with a special video montage at um, uh, an annual leaders gathering. Award ceremony. Yeah. <clears throat> Award ceremony. Totally unexpected. And that was a complete surprise. I worked with their production team to help surprise you with this and honor what you. What a surprise in front of several hundred people when that uh, had no idea that that was in the works and it's super cool. So if you get a chance to watch this on Spotify. Please do. And if you're not watching on Spotify, if you're listening on another platform, you'll hear the audio from that uh, video honoring Juan and all that he did that day. Um, well, I'd say thank God for being on my side and on the team side that uh, that was there that day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, you're still working on getting your muscles like Basso, but you're very close. So close. Basso, I'm, I'm coming <laughs> for you, baby. I'm coming for you. Uh, all right. Enjoy this video and happy holidays. Happy holidays to all. Happy holidays. Everybody. Bye. Good evening. I'm Jose diaz Bellart. Tonight, I share a story of bravery by one of our own, a Comcast business colleague who we consider a hero. While on a holiday vacation in Miami Beach last December, Juan Dominguez was relaxing with his family by the pool of their beachfront condo. Their peaceful morning was interrupted by yelling and commotion coming from the beach. Someone was in trouble. I heard a yell for help from down at the beach. I heard, help, help. And it sounded to me like a kid, and it sounded to me like he or she wasn't kidding around. An Army veteran and West Point graduate, Juan's instincts immediately kicked in. He ran toward the beach, grabbing his son's boogie board from the pool deck. This flotation device would prove critical as he faced the challenge in front of him. Juan's wife, Cheyenne, called 911 as he ran into the water toward a teenage boy struggling in the surf brought him in on the boogie board and the boy said, my two sisters are still out there. With the help of a nearby surfer and his surfboard, they safely pulled the girls to shore. But Huang, exhausted from the trips back and forth to the beach, was being pulled out by the strong undertow. I actually thought in the back of my mind that I could be leaving vacation. I could be going home as a widow with my two boys. Clinging to his boogie board, Huang was the only one left to rescue. That is actually when the lifeguard arrived on the four-wheeler. The following day, the Miami Beach Police Department honored Juan Dominguez for his bravery, presenting him with the MBPD unit coin, an honor traditionally reserved only for police officers. Huang's family, along with one of the girls he rescued and her parents, were present at the ceremony. That's just the kind of guy he is. He's, I mean, he's the guy you want on your team. He's the, the dad you always wanted. He's just that kind of guy. He puts other people first. And he wakes up every day thinking how he can be a better person. Natural instincts wouldn't send most people running toward potential danger, but those who know Huang would expect nothing else. Huang, you are truly an inspiration and a hero in our eyes. On behalf of your leadership team and all of us here at Comcast NBC Universal, we thank you.